the day. I'll put it there. G'day, everyone, and welcome to Heat Check. I am Matty G, and this is Skitty. We are here, as always, and thanks to Inside Fantasy Sports. You can check us out at Inside F Sports. It's up there above our heads. For the whole entire time, joining us today with his Vegemite toast in hand, a local bloke from two and a half hours down the road from me in the capital of Australia, unfortunately, is Canberra, is Wine Adam King. How you doing, mate? Yeah, good. Um <clears throat> Done some chores, been out for a walk, went got some meat from the butcher, now having toast and coffee, so ready to go. We do we do have that. And our and our and our and our and our brother from another mother, our the best bloke in fantasy hoops is one Dan Titus. How you doing, Dan? Doing good, man. I uh, wasn't as productive as Kingy so far today, but I did hoop for a couple hours. It's you know oh, nice. when you get to that point where you're like, man, I'm just kind of washed now. Like I used to be so twitchy and be able to like mm-hmm. get past people. My game is just so not that. So now I'm like that, like floater on the wing, you know, can play short mm-hmm. corners, hit the little jumper, yeah. make yeah, smart yeah, yeah. passes, play defense. But like, it's just a, it's a shock, man. I used to be good and I'm just not anymore. <laughs> so that's why he's ripping the OKC hat. Yeah, <laughs> Lou, Ty- Lou, Ty- Lou Titus over here. Now, don't forget today, everyone, you can jump on in, ask us questions live. This is one of the shows where we just hang out and talk hoops about the weekend and big news and things like that that are happening. Guys, Joel and B, let's let's do. Oh, I, I should hit like a sound overlay so it becomes more thing. Let's do. Uh, let's do one of these things. Joel Embiid. Finally, reports are coming out. We're looking at multiple weeks out here. We saw Mobamba even get a bit of a run yesterday. So all the hype, Skitty. I know I'm going to ask you first because I know that you hate when we get the chain jerked around by having Paul Reed, the potential of Paul Reed, ripped away from us. And I see Dan noted, like, yep, that's that's it. There's this ethereal being of Paul Reed that never seems to manifest on the court. How are you feeling about the uh, the look over in Philly right now? Man, I'll tell you what, that game yesterday, just quietly, like Tyrese Maxi, congrats to him, 51, all-star for the first time, massive shout-out to Maxi. But, yeah, we finally get Paul Reed, hopefully, because uh, we know what happened last time. They started rolling out uh, Morris uh, starting center, which was just, okay, whatever, Nick Nurse, you won a title, what can I say? You're the coach there, I'm not, so whatever it is. But it looks like we get a lot more Paul Reed now. Um, if they're rolling out Mo Bamba as well, especially to finish the game, I thought that was a little bit weird. But um, I don't know. Maybe they thought it was matchup dependent with how good Larry Markinen was playing. So, um, yeah, but hopefully we know that it, with Paul Reed getting on the court, he's going to provide numbers for us. Uh, we saw the game a couple of weeks back where he had 30 and 13 and he filled the stat sheet in other areas. So, um, yeah, big, big fan if we can get Paul Reed on the court. Just now it just comes down to Nick Nurse. First things out of the way. Now it comes down to nurse. So we'll see how we go. Nice. What about you, Dan? How are you feeling about Philly? Um, I feel like the medical staff needs to be held accountable to some degree here because the dude just had no business playing in that game. But, you know, we march on. Um, it's, it's still getting some conflicting reports about the timetable here. So Paul reads the obvious yeah. ad. Um I do think that the rotation is going to be a little bit interesting. Like I would love to see Paul Reed unleash for, you know, 35 minutes, but like, I just don't think that that's going to happen. 
Um, yep. He's kind of a clumsy player at times and doesn't really have a jump shot. So, like, I feel like that's why they put in these small ball lineups to kind of counterbalance that. Um, but the person that's going to be the winner out of this is really Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxey. Mm. Like, these guys are going to get most of that mm. usage that, you know, that 30% usage that was going to Embiid. Um, but I do like Paul Reed. Like, I was just temper expectations. Like, I, I already have people being like, oh, Paul Reed's overrated. Why does fantasy basketball analysts love this guy? He's a good rebounder and good at stocks. Like, that. that's yep. what you want from a waiver guy that can potentially fill in for you. So you're not expecting Joel Embiid here, right? Like, I just need a guy that can give me 25 minutes. I think that's, I think that's the thing. Itch. People want that. They just think he can just copy and paste stats yeah, to another player. Not, that's, that's not his game. Yeah, it's just not. Yeah, and Kingy, what about you, mate? Big pickup. Let, let me ask. Let me change tack to a different one for you, real quickly. Uh, report out is that Jared Vanderbilt from the Los Angeles Lakers is going to miss several weeks this morning. Uh, who gets the biggest one? We did have a question in the chat about that one. Who benefits? Wood, Hachimura, uh, Cam Reddish, even as a as a speculative ad there. What do you, where who you think gets the Vando minutes? Uh, yeah, look, I think it. I don't think there's a clear pickup. Um, I mean, we saw Vanderbilt. He hasn't been in the rotation the whole year. His his minutes weren't that high to begin with. So, yeah, look, I mean, I guess Hachimura is probably someone. Torian Prince probably just gets maybe a few extra minutes, but he's sort of borderline anyway. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe they maybe they go with Jackson Hayes, but he's more t- tied to sort of what uh, Anthony, whether Anthony Davis is playing or not. So. Um, yeah, I don't think there's one guy like like there is in this instance where Paul Reed is probably the guy that you need to go and add. But much like Dan said, I think people have been commenting and, and asking, is Paul Reed overrated? And and I think he's one of these guys, a little bit like a Chris Boucher from a couple of years ago. We saw what he could do in 18 yep. minutes and we go, we, yeah. you extrapolate that to 36 yeah. minutes and go, this guy's a top 30 player. But we know that what you do in 18 minutes, you can't necessarily just double everything um, and... Mm. And uh, yeah, and as Dan said, he he doesn't have that jump shot that Joel Embiid has. They've got Mo Bamba there. They've got <clears throat> Tobias Harris. They've got Nick Batum. They've got a lot of these old veterans who they can just plug and play depending on the matchup. Mm-hmm. So Reed Reed is the target, but yeah, just don't expect top fifty, top forty. <laughs> expect like top one hundred, maybe. Yeah. Do you guys he's, also he's, like he's the, the? Sorry. Do you guys also like uh, now that? You know, Embiid's usage is going to go down. Now it's obviously we need other people to shoot the ball. Who loves shooting the ball on that team more than anyone? Kelly Oubre Jr. Kelly Oubre. Yeah. Kelly Oubre. There, is, there is a chance he can put up some serious shots. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting hot Soon over here. Not. My apologies. Carry on, this Jay. Carry his... on. Oh, no, no, I know. This is for you. Hot, 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 hot. Oh, hot, 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 hot. hot. Hot, Calm hot, yourself hot, down hot, a little bit, Skitty. I know how much you love Tsunami, Papi. Uh, by the way, uh, thank you to everyone in chat. I, I did not know we had people in Slovenia joining in from today, but shout out to Zip from Slovenia. So, so Slovenia is awake and watching this morning. G'day to, uh, mm-hmm. to you, Zip. And one of our good mates who catches every Saturday morning, Matt Carmody. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Follow you all on other channels and platforms. Some of the best. in the- Oh, that's just lovely of you, Matthew. What a man. And uh, and I know your mum only calls you that usually, but I'm a, also a fan. And this guy sounds, I don't know where you're from, Gorkum, but you sound like you could be Slovenian. Um, where are you from? Tell us where you are, Gorkum. Is Keontae George, Gigi Jackson, or Bilal Kulabali worth a stash in a 16-team nightcap? Good question off the rip. Whereabouts this one? Where do we? Who do we think there? Keontae, Bilal, or Gigi? In a sixteen, in a sixteen cat, sixteen team, nine cat. I'm actually kind of surprised that 
Keontae would still be out Dante. there at 16. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do like Bilal rest of season. There's, you know, definitely rumors circulating around Washington, what they could do around the trade deadline. Um, I think Bilal is actually going to be a guy that might pop late in the season. So I, I think I prefer mm. those two, Keontae and Bilal over Gigi. Gigi will be fine, but like I just don't know what Memphis – I don't know what they're going to do. They're, they're just a kind of a weird team, a lot of injuries. Um, I think it's less reliable. That's probably the uh, that's probably the thing. So, yeah, Keontae for me as well. Skitty, your pick there? Uh, yeah, I think I'd stick with Keontae. His assists are pretty valuable, and he looks like he's really kind of coming into his own a little bit more now for Utah, where he feels more comfortable with the ball in his hand. His teammates are giving him that, uh, like allowing him to be him. Um I also like Koulibaly. I liked how they gave him um, 37 minutes uh, the other day without Jordan Poole there. And his usage uh, was up. He had 16 shots um, in the team with Kyle Kuzma, which obviously we all know Kuzma loves shooting the ball. So, And Koulibaly, he can get the defensive stats as well. So I just like seeing that usage up for Koulibaly. So I'd probably go George and Koulibaly and then JJ later. It, yeah, as Dan said, Memphis are just what the hell at the moment. We just they're just <laughs> rolling anything out there that they can. They're starting ten day contracts. They got no idea. So I just don't, I feel more confident with GG. Uh, sorry, with uh, George and Bill Al than JJ. Uh, I would agree with that one. And bit of a shout out there to uh, and for you. Who are you taking there, mate? Uh, I'm actually going to buck the trend here a bit. So I, I actually think Ooh. I think in terms of talent and who should be stashed, it's Keontae George. But I actually have the least confidence in what Utah are doing okay. in terms of getting their young guys minutes just because they are competitive. We've seen – like Keontae George got big minutes early in the season. Then he got injured. Now him and Chris Dahmer sort of splitting minutes. Mm-hmm. They're pushing for playoffs. So I'm just I'm not confident that that they are going to sort of free him later in the season where I think Washington and, and Memphis are just both trash. So <laughs> it might be Koulibaly for me is probably yep. the most likely to step into a larger role only because I think we're already seeing it. Uh, Gigi Jackson, we like Memphis, yes, they're trash, but they could get Smart back. They could get Bain back. Canard hasn't been there for a few games. Um, so I'm just, again, not sure. He might have some 30-minute games, but then they've obviously got no issues just sort of scaling him back to 12 or 15 minutes. So I do think Keontae George, if you're looking at pure talent and upside, is the choice. But I actually think Koulibaly might be the one that gets that bigger role the soonest. And I think that's what you said. It's a stash as well in a 16-team nine-cat. So if you want to roll someone out right now, I think Keontae, like Dan said, is getting the minutes and the opportunity. He's getting a frequent role. And it's tenured. Also, by that extent, if they end up doing a similar shenanigan to last year, where all of a sudden Lowry Markkinen disappears from the lineup entirely for the last 10, 12 games of the season, Keontae George could probably get a bump. We've all heard trade rumors for Jordan Clarkson and Colin Sexton as well. So I think it's about the shake-up. And I think with the trade deadline looming in just over a week, I think we can kind of i think we can kind of look for that one uh Sesha, we'll get to your question soon we are going to go through the all-star teams in this show but to gorkum uh you are from turkey but living in the netherlands so i believe if my dutch is accurate dankjewel for tuning in this morning here we oh, go dankjewel bilingual g yeah. shit here we go <laughs> i got four i got four i got four of the languages guys oh thank okay. you for the detailed answer no you're you're welcome gorkum <laughs> And also, what does Gorkum mean? I would love to know what your parents have named you and what your name actually means. And I, that's not a joke. 
Gorkum is a great name. Uh, yeah. Big other big news today. Shout out to Across the Pond, one Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams and Victor Oladipo mm-hmm. have been trained for the Houston Rockets. Now, this is a big answer to the question, what do you do with Alper and Shengun? Because he can't defend very much at the beginning of the season. They wanted to firm up that position for a long time. I don't think you get a bigger, by way of just human size, than Stephen Adams down your middle of the fort. This is a great acquisition for the Houston Rockets. Victor Oladipo, probably a buyout there. Uh, this is huge. And a bit of a surprise to see Stephen Adams shipped off from the Memphis Grizzlies, where he's been for a very, very long time. Uh, how we feel about that one, Speedy? Well, he's still out injured for the rest of the year. So this is obviously Houston planning for years to come. Um, maybe get a bit more yeah, security behind uh, Shengun, get a bit more teaching into him as well. Stephen Adams is obviously a great locker room guy and an all-round great bloke from New Zealand. So... Why not, really? They gave up, what, three seconds and Oladipo, who hasn't played a second for the Rockets since 2018 or 19. So it's who cares? And apparently there's more trades to be coming from Memphis where they're going to ship those picks off and Canard or something like that as well and move them on. So a lot more to be seen here. Trade deadline next week. So it's uh, yeah, interesting. I was yeah a little bit shocked because it doesn't mean shit all for fantasy or for any of them this year. But yep. yeah. still... You get Stephen Adams to talk about. It's always nice. Aquaman back in the headlines. So fantastic. He is. It's a bit, a bit, a bit under the radar. And I guess there's no real fantasy update. I think if you have to pull up one of the Yahoo things, you know, the little player blurbs down the bottom there. Kingy, you do the player blurbs. You pick up and you open Stephen Adams. You click on you, you click on that this morning. Is it this one? Great move for Houston. No relevance whatsoever to fantasy this year. Enjoy. Is that is that the is that the blurb we could write? That, pretty that's much. pretty much the blur. That's pretty much the blur. <laughs> Could someone write that and put that on there just so when I open up? Could you do that, Dan? By the way, shout out uh, to Dan. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I, could, I could text uh, either him or uh, I think Raphael or Zach Hanshu will probably do yeah. it too. <laughs> I, would just, I would just put it in the chat to all of those people. There. This is, he's just even Adam's one for the day. Bam. Uh, Kingy, like, uh, Kingy, big acquisitions for you come trade deadline. Mm-hmm. We've had a couple of chats in already here about what's happening with the trade deadline. Is there anything that's floating around right now that you're really curious with the NBA trade deadline ahead? Like like Memphis, apparently Marcus Smart could be shot this season. So is there anything that you're picking up on? Oh, no. Look, I mean, I think the Lakers with this Vanderbilt news need to be movers at the deadline. I think if they want to compete this year, and obviously their window with LeBron is potentially this is their last year if depending on what happens with Bronny next season and mm. if he's drafted and LeBron follows him to wherever um, their window could be this season so I think they need to be movers they need to be making some trades uh, D'Angelo Russell was a name that was mentioned a couple of weeks ago but he's been really good since mm. since mm. sort of those trade rumors came out uh, Zach Levine was mentioned but I'm not so confident anymore that he'll be moved. I just don't think anyone wants his contract um, with the the injuries and that sort of thing. Um, Yeah, look, it's, I don't know. I mean, you go through enough, there's many trade deadlines as we've all been through and and you you learn to, um, I guess, or or you understand that rumours are just rumours up to some point. And until you actually hear those rumours from Woj or Shams or or sort of reputable people, that's all they are. It's just rumours. Um, you see all these fake trades pop up and hypothetical trades and then people start catching wind of that. But 
yeah, I, I just I wait till till uh, trade deadline day. So what are we like six days away? Um, so yeah. we'll probably start getting. Well, I mean, we got the the Adams trade yesterday, which it, it actually surprised me that Adams trade. If we go back to that, because I actually just I don't know. I thought he was such a good fit in Memphis yep. alongside 100%. Darren Jackson. I, I he wasn't obviously he's out this season, but. Yeah, I don't know. That he's just he fits their culture. He fits what they're doing. Does exactly what they need him to do on the floor. Um, and even coming off a knee injury, mm. I feel like he still could have done that role. Like he, he doesn't yeah. rely on athleticism. He doesn't rely on speed. He hasn't he jumped since twenty nineteen. He just no. so <laughs> he could still do. Like it's not like a um, Jamal Murray or. Clay Thompson or Kevin Durant coming off those injuries where they need time to ramp up and it might impact what they can do. That's not the case with Stephen Adams. As long as he can just sort of trudge around the court, put his body where he needs to be. Grab trudge is the right word. Trudge um, is the right word. <laughs> so that was a weird one. I think it, it was probably more about freeing up cap space and getting picks yeah. and, and preparing for some other trade in the next mm. few days. Yep. Yeah, good. And funnily enough, comedy is in here. By the way, shout out to Gorkum. The meaning of Gorkum. Is glory in English? So yeah. that answers that question. Love that one. Uh, Matt Carmody, LeBron was in trade rumors, but his yeah. agent, yeah, Rich Paul came out and said he would not be traded, nor has one been requested. No. I think the thing with Bronny, Skitty, that's the most alluring thing, I think, I think even as fans, that we've had in basketball for a long time. A father playing, this is like Carl Ripken back in the day. I don't know if you guys yeah. knew baseball growing up, but there was Carl Ken Ripken and, and, and Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Sr. Mm. There's been this history yeah. of, Fathers playing with sons that uh, we, we haven't had here in Australia for sport. You know what I mean? Like that's not a no. thing that we've had with our – because our, our players in AFL and NRL burn out within such a quick time span. They're not old enough to be able to get there. Mm. But this is – like this represents a massive opportunity for LeBron. Do you think that he will decline his player option for 40 mil next season, Skitty, and possibly go and play with Bronny and, and find a contender? Well, I would assume so because, like, we what, he said that that would be the greatest – thing of his career and you know he's won four mvps and four titles and all this and all that he's one of the best players ever and he's broken the scoring record and he still reckons that if he played with bronny that would be the best thing in his career so why would he not if he has the opportunity to so i don't know scouts are saying that bronny's meant to go what he's not even projected to go lottery or something like that but seeing as lebron could come with him then it's bumping him up so i guess that would be also better bronny um but yeah i couldn't see if he's been talking about it for so long and this is what he's always wanted and he has the opportunity to do it, why wouldn't he do it? So here's a here's a hypothetical question and I had this discussion with, with my mate the other night uh, a couple of weeks ago. If you were a team like, uh, I don't know, let's say a Washington um, mm-hmm. or a Detroit or a team that might get, say you get the seventh pick in the draft yep. in the lottery this season mm-hmm. – and obviously that's far too high for Bronny. He, he's not the yeah. seventh best player. Yeah. But would you waste waste a draft pick to get him if you verbally had confirmation from LeBron James that I will come with him wherever he goes just to obviously drafting him, getting LeBron when he's, how what is he, 58 or something? He is not. <laughs> he, he is. Yeah, that's he, true. That's the accurate age. I'm just going to check it on basketball reference yeah. right now real quickly. <laughs> so, um, this is not a move to to win. It is a yeah, move to no. build your franchise, build the culture, get people through the, the doors, yeah. incre- yep, yeah. get televised games because yeah. 
let, let's jersey face sales. They're going to televise yeah. LeBron and Bronny. So yeah. would you waste a draft pick with no view to actually improving significantly? Maybe you get five more wins, whatever, because LeBron's there, 10 more wins. But mm. just to get that, start that rebuild. Yeah, Dan, I'll, I'll let you go first. Yeah, yeah Dan, I'll, I'll let you go first. This is the business side of it makes too much yeah. sense. Like, I mean, yeah. he already had Bronny already has so many Instagram followers compared to actual professional professional athletes. Yeah. So I feel like from a marketing perspective, it just makes too much sense. Whether you have a mm-hmm. verbal from LeBron or whatever, um, I feel like you got to do it. And who yeah. knows? Like, we I don't think we know yet what Bronny could be. I've heard mm-hmm. you know Gilbert Arenas talk very highly of him, yeah. saying he's got this dog in him that he very seldom mm-hmm. unleashes. That I don't know, he could be this really good point guard, but I don't know. He's playing at USC, he doesn't really get much burn. I don't think anyone's really seen what he could do yet. So I think it'd be pretty cool for him to go. I don't know that Monty Williams is the situation we want him to go to, but <laughs> you know, maybe there's a chance that he can take some time and develop, yeah. and then LeBron's there, so that could always help too. Charlotte uh, would be an intriguing Charlotte would be interesting. Charlotte, um, like they've obviously got LaMelo, but you yeah. could play and the, and the zombie Mark Williams in that. Ish Smith role, like the, the backup role. Yeah, yeah, He's got yeah, a bit yeah. of Marcus Smart in him, I think, just where yeah. he can get some defensive okay. stuff and mm-hmm. hit a couple of threes. And, and so, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I would – I actually I'll, – I'll make a real hot take on this one, and I don't know why my gut's saying this. I actually think the Pistons become a playoff team if Ronnie and LeBron goes oh. there next season. Just hear me, hear me out. I, I don't okay. – and I'm talking play – I'm ta- I'm talking play-in tournament team. Now, let's okay. be honest. They don't. In, I. 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 I'm talking fringy tenth team here. They're right. not. I mean, Monty can be improved. Let's just be honest. They don't have necessarily a bad bunch of players there. You've got Cade Cunningham, LeBron James, Jalen Duran is a durable and and great big. Ivy is a heat check scorer. You add LeBron James into that mix of guys, and you get some adults in the room. Especially if Bogdanovich stays there as a spreading the floor guy. I mean, would he not be a perfect fit as a Laker in this role? Now, I mean, yeah. I'm just, I'm just it saying, it's not the floor ex- of any team. So, like, it just raises the floor, and so I'm just thinking, like, like this is a team that, like, fundamentally, you see these guys floundering as the worst team almost in basketball history, and you're like, that's, that's, it's kind of curious. That's a bit odd. And let's be honest, of course you're going to take that punt because it's not a strong draft. Like we're all hearing this is like the worst one since like 2019, 20, whatever it was. Yeah. Like this is the worst mm-hmm. draft in a while. So you're not exactly like frothing at the mouth to get one of the first five picks in the first place. And if right. you've got LeBron James coming, I mean, sure, it's kind of tampering. He's going to be even the worst. Like this, I think this is I think this is the greatest case of NBA tampering that I have ever heard of. It's like, no, if my son goes there, I will go. It's not tampering, he's well, been saying it for like, three uh, years. That's like what Rick Brunson did with uh with the Knicks, right? Jalen, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And then hey Jalen, come on in here. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. exactly. Yes, yeah, so right. I do I think, think that yeah, that's valid. Oh, you I go, think you yeah. my the only kickback, I guess, to that I would have is that LeBron is obviously gonna have some say in in, yep. Like and he, I just feel like if it was Detroit, LeBron would get in Bronny's ear and say, "We're not saying yes to Detroit." Yeah, like, I, I just feel like he will be a little bit selective. Like Charlotte, I think he yeah. might. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Washington, yeah. not sure. So, like, I think there would be some teams oh, that LeBron imagine if they had more go, success under yeah. LeBron than they ever did under the Jordan ownership era. Oh Jesus, that would be. Oh, that'd be hilarious. 
Imagine it was San Antonio, though. Imagine we get LeBron and Wemby together. Like, jeez, that is that is. Then we can throw Trey Jones to the bushes. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. That is literally NBA's wet dream, where they can go. Okay, so televised games this year. Lakers. I will give them like let's say 40. San Antonio. Let's just give him like 70. Fine. Sweet. No worries. Just give him everything. Yeah. Dan Titus is going to become an Uber driver and just be standing out the front of Trey Jones's house with oh, the popped open being like, I'm taking you to the airport. You're out of here. Oh, I got you. <laughs> I got you, man. You need a ride? Lift? I got you right here. I got that. Uh, we do have a question on here. Oh, oh, go Hypothetical trade real quick. Since we're yeah. talking about the Pistons. Do you feel like Isaiah Stewart would not be like the perfect fit for the Thunder? And I yep. feel like he's an attainable asset, right? Like they have this power forward issue. Like maybe Asar Thompson could definitely play power forward. Yeah. I mean, they still have James Wiseman for whatever reason. You know, their management was super in- enthused with him. I don't know. I feel like he's an attainable asset that would make the Thunder 100%. a legitimate playoff contender. Like they need a guy that can be a bruiser. And you could also help okay. move Chet to the four, I, which is his more I, natural I, position anyway. So like I'm just surprised go, with all yeah, the things I, that they have. I need, to, I need to I need to answer that because I'm 100% with you because I got aggregated the other day for saying the OKC are on the fringe. I just say they need one big. I was like, I was vehement about they need a big, they need a big body. Isaiah Stewart, uh, Mark Williams, Nick Richards, any of these attainable assets that are bigs that are floating around on the fringes of any, you're, man, could you imagine that? Kingy, like you would see them like, fuck, imagine if Stephen Adams was actually playing this season and eligible yeah to go back to OKC. Yeah, we actually spoke about this on uh, one of my shows. I can't remember who it was with, but Goga Badadze would oh, be another great someone fit. like- yeah, go that, pluck that somebody from be. Orlando. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, yep. Wendell. Can protect the rim, can step out, hit the three. It would just, they, that's the piece they need. I think we all agree on that. They need a backup center who can give you minutes as required because at the moment they don't have one. Right. It's like that. Um, it's like Jaron Jackson in um in Memphis, how he played so much better alongside Stephen Adams because he didn't have to go for all the rebounds because he's not like the biggest like box out guy. But Adams was that allowed Jaron to then unlock it. I think I agree with you guys. It's the exact same situation in OKC where Chet's not strong enough to be able to box out these bigger guys. But if you get that big guy next to him, then Chet's going to be able to unlock and be able to come from the weak side. And yeah, Mm -hmm. couldn't agree more. Completely unlocked. And if Russell and if Russell Westbrook can get 10 rebounds because Stephen Adams is boxing out, I'm sure Chet Holgren can grab 20. (laughs) That's that's all I'm going to say. Hey, we did have one from Zip. Uh, Over to you, Skitty. Thoughts on potentially trading Tyus Jones in 10-team 9-cat Roto? Punt points for someone like Rogier, Trey Jones, Mike Conley, Grayson Allen before he loses most of his value with trade looming. Uh, ooh. Uh, it's 10 team and Tyus Jones isn't Nine one of your streaming word. options. Yeah, no, get no. Tyus Jones in 10 teams, sure, that's a stream because what's he really providing? Like, I know he gets a couple of assists and everything like that, but he hasn't been over the top amazing. Um, at he had all. one so, run. Yeah. One run. Yeah, exactly right. So uh, he's, a, he's a streaming to me, Zip. Um, and then, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. Just keep streaming in that spot. I think Rozier is the better option of those guys. Dan, who would you be looking at here? Yeah, I think Rozier is going to figure it out. I think the the Miami Heat are just still kind of getting used to their new situation. Terry Rozier being the predominant ball handler. Um, who else is on there? Mike Conley. He's not been reliable Mike. lately. Trey Jones, Grayson um, Allen. Trey Jones. Uh, 
I mean, I would I would definitely trade Tyus Jones for Rozier on the upside mm. of the yeah. Miami side, right? Like he's a better basketball player. He does more from a fantasy perspective. Roto, maybe he'll struggle from his field goal, but you're punting points anyway. So I don't know. Yeah. I feel like Rozier would probably do more than Tyus does. Mm-hmm. Um, there, everybody else, I feel like, was too inconsistent on that list. So I would take the high, the uh, security of Terry Rozier just being playing a lot of minutes in a good system. Kinker Kingy? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, if you're punting points, I think that maybe Rosier, like he, he's probably more of your points kind of guy. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Conley, Conley's been solid. Like I've got him in a few teams this year and really just need some assists and, and steals. And he's been doing that, but his scoring is, is pretty inconsistent. But again, if you're punting points, um, his role is, I mean, we've seen over the last two weeks how much they need him on the floor. When he's not on the floor, they just give the ball to Towns to score 60 and forget to win games. So they they need Conley on the court. So I think his role is very, very secure. Um, Yeah, look, I think you could consider um, Rosier. um, Grayson Allen has been solid enough. Mm -hmm. Tyus is, I don't know. I'd probably wait till after the trade deadline, honestly, because who knows, like Tyus could get moved. Um, yeah. I don't think Rosier will be moved again now, but uh, Trey Jones, I mean, we don't know what the Spurs are doing. Are they going to bring back a point guard in some sort of a trade? Yeah. We don't know. So, yeah, I- I'd consider Rosier has obviously got the highest ceiling there, though. My, my thing is, though, if Tyus does get traded somewhere from Washington, right, where is he going that he's going to be able to get the most minutes and, you know, most opportunity? Like, it's probably in Washington. Like, what other team really needs, like, a starting caliber point guard like Tyus Jones? Maybe the Spurs and he's what, are we going to take Trey Jones? Like, mm. or it's where he is right now. That's really going to mess up with the whole like looking it. at your app and seeing T. Jones has got 12 assists. Yeah. I'm wondering which T. Jones you've yeah. got. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pain. Thanks very much for that, by the way, Dan. Every time I get a Yahoo notification, I just don't know which T. Jones is. Can we put down Ty Jones on that one? Ty Jones has T-Y. T-Y. Every single time I see that one. Hey, we've got a, uh, we're going to do a game preview on that. Before we get to it, though, a big thanks to our sponsor, Standard Squeeze. Don't forget, you can get all your merch and your four-on-one cups. Uh, Skitty's decided to wear his hat. I've got my hat on, and he's thrown his four-on-one away to make a friend's reference with his central perk cup, but it's never too far away. It. Uh, and Dan, we are actually, you, I need to get you a DM. We're actually going to hook you up with some standard squeeze stuff over in the States. Oh, yeah. So we're going to send that over. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to fr- throw that over right. to you. So Happily we're going to get you some gear, man. We're going to, we're going to get that over to you to say thank you for popping on all these shows. I know that Kingy has some gear already. So make sure you check him out, standardsqueeze.com.au and use promo code INSIGHT to get 15% off on all your purchases. I think it's time we do our game preview and have a look at the games yeah. and talk hoops Jay. for today. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Sorry, mate. Yes. I was going to no, say, go. mate. We had we had another comment earlier that you said you were going to oh. come back to later. I did. Did we? Who was the biggest All Star snub? Come on, mate. We got to do what oh, we no. We're doing. We're doing. We're doing. We're doing the. Okay. Well, that was the next segment because there's a quiz oh. coming up. You guys don't know about oh. the quiz. Well, this is what happens when you don't. I asked you to download an app. No, because I surprise you and run by the seat of your pants because I generally right, go to the game be drunk. It. Oh, can I now, Skidmore? Yeah, is that yeah. okay? Can I? Can I do that? He's heating up. Oh, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Starting off today, we've got the Los Angeles Clippers and Detroit. No surprises here. The Clippers will probably win. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I'm with you there, mate. Uh, quickly, so back-to-backs from yesterday. We've got the Pacers and the Grizzlies uh, on the back-to-backs today. Back-to-backs coming for today and tomorrow. 
we have the Kings, Spurs, Hawks, and Warriors. So they are the bet players that we'd like to look at first before we look at someone else. Um, so yeah, we look at the Pistons and the Clippers. Um, Clippers should just probably roll them here. They're obviously better. Um, and then pickups for fantasy, like Jaden Ivey's been playing all right. If he's still on the wire, then maybe a look at. And uh, I'm concerned here, boys. Uh, Danilo Gallinari played an absolute ripper last game against yep. the Cavs in 22 minutes, scored 20 points. And Monty Williams said after the game, I really like what we're getting from Gallo and I can't wait to play him more. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Monty. Monty Sounds being Monty. Like- Full no, Monty. What, what, is Full it? what is it with him? Just quickly, right? So Isaiah Stewart is a backup center, and they consistently yes. decide to play him a power forward. Stewart's out, and they start Mike Muscala. What? What? I don't get it, but whatever. I mean, shit, he's probably going to play Gallo 30 minutes today, so Gallo's probably a pickup shortly. So, great. Go for that one. Guys, uh, anything to take away today for our game of the Clippers and the... Uh, we, now, we do a bit of a multi-bet and multi... This is why I use the word parlay here, Skitty, because we call them multi-bets, okay. but Dan, for Dan, they call them parlays in America. So we put together a heat check parlay every single weekend. Uh, anything you'd like to throw on the... Dan, first bet slip here, points, rebounds, anything. Is there anything that you like today in this game? Uh, They've got the Clippers um, by 12 and the over-under at 238. Do you got any mm, – what's the line on Jalen Duren's rebounds? 10 and a half, 11 and a half? Let me look. Bring it up, Skidmore. This, yes, is, this is the go. I like uh, it. We could set that to 12. I'm going I'm to take the over on that. I think he's going to have a good game. Okay. All right. I like that. We I got, like that. Uh, yeah, it's 11 and a half. 11 and a half. Okay, yeah, I feel like – I feel good about 12. Let's get 12. Uh, Yep. Yeah. I I concur. Yes. Yes, doctor. I concur. Uh, Next game up, we've got Miami versus Washington. Kingy, who are you leaning with with the win here? It might might be a bit of a surprise. Uh, I think Miami will get it. Um, Yeah. They just have to start winning. I know they won their last game, but they lost seven straight prior to that. Uh, Rosie has been there for a couple of weeks. What, he's played... Maybe six games. Six, seven games, yeah. Seven. So he's starting to get used to things there. So uh, Miami are basically fully healthy. Duncan Robinson's out. Um, but they've got um, uh, Hakez is playing. Jimmy's playing. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I think they should get this done uh, despite the fact – it's probably in Washington. Yeah, it's in Washington. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Washington are pretty healthy as well, but – even when healthy. And Jordan Poole's yeah, and Jordan Poole was back in the lineup today as well. So yeah. Look, I expect I expect them not to be great, but I will take and I know oh, should we put Kyle Kuzma in? Every single time we put no. Kuzma in, there's no nope. no are we there is a Kyle Kuzma ban in this group, Dan, because every the first three we ever did. Kyle Kuzma was the only one left off every single time for the first three mm-hmm. games. And even when we made it better, he was out. So he is out there. Though I do like I do like Jimmy Butler for I know it sounds weak, but I like him for plus 22 points today. Okay. I like okay. Butler to do some work here in lead, and I don't think there's much defense stopping him. Uh, who, Sacramento. Who Sorry, just quickly on that one. Bagley is out today uh, for the Wizards. Uh, who obviously Gafford doesn't play, you know, massive, massive minutes. Who would be the next into the rotation are we just like is it going to be cool like they 
will try and like shift everyone up to make that work because they don't really have a backup center anymore. That's a good question. Isaiah Livers mm, is out you. too. I mean, yeah, yeah, maybe that is a maybe they do play Bilal a little bit more. Yep. Um, play a little bit smaller. Play Bilal at the four. I'm not mad at it. Let's try it. You know, yep. what, I, what does the Washington Wizards have to lose here? And I think he's looking probably maybe about exactly. 30 minutes. And I think he's probably looking about a good 30 minutes tonight. So he does come yeah. a bit of a stream option if you need some of those stats today. So if you're looking around for a pickup in the power forward spot and the forward spot, I'd be looking at Bilal, especially to fatten up some defensive stats and some rebounds. He has been a little bit more consistent from the field lately as well with the looks that he's getting, moving closer to the bucket. So, yeah, it's probably a stream option you could use there. I mean, our homie Haskes Jr. hasn't been playing well. If he has a return to form, he's someone we want to keep our eye on because he obviously had a very hot start and he has been dropped across leagues. So he is one we've been making his way back from injury. And health-wise, you just keep your eye on, especially with Miami, the more that they might rest Jimmy Butler if they get some wins up, he definitely becomes of more value. Talking about all-star snubs, Sacramento. At Indiana tonight, we've got Sacramento by four. The over-under is 248. Tyrese Halliburton, the big news is questionable. Miles Turner with a left ankle sprain is questionable. Benedict Matherin, Jalen Smith are all questionable for the Indiana Pacers. Who you like in here, Kingy? Um, so, well, Neesmith, I mean, he should be rostered. If, he, if he's not, for yep. whatever reason, he should be rostered. Um, Nemhard. I think we just keep holding him because McConnell's out, um, Halliburton's in and out. He's not playing many minutes. So I'm just holding Nembhard in a couple of leagues until mm -hmm. if and when the Pacers are fully healthy and, and Halliburton is back to, to playing starters minutes. Um, yeah, and then I guess it depends. Like, I mean, Jalen Smith has been pretty good the last few games, but he's also questionable. Uh, so it, it depends. If Turner's out, if... Smith is out. It's probably Obi Toppin. Uh, maybe Isaiah Jackson comes back into the yeah. the rotation if if some guys are out. So it's it's pretty hard without knowing who's actually going to play tonight. Mm -hmm. That's true. Pascal Siakam, because he kind of sneaks under the radar on this team. I'm liking Pascal for fifteen for let's say sixteen plus points. Tonight, to do some work, especially with Tyrese, he become and especially if Miles Turner is out, he becomes the focal point, I think, more of this offense. Buddy Heald has not been very good, and it's been a drop in some cases in a lot of leagues for streaming, especially on this back-to-back -back for the Pacers the last two days, which is a shame because I love Buddy in this team. But can you throw in there for, let's go 16 or 8, let's go 16-plus points. I think it might be a bit low, Pascal Siakam. Today, DeMontis... Dollar fifteen. Let's up it up eighteen. Let's up. Let's get up to. You got to go, Darren Fox too, because he's probably pissed he got snubbed. So I would take him over twenty seven and a half points. He he's Ooh. also been playing like dog shit the past three weeks. Yes, he has. <laughs> he has. You reckon this is his bad back? He didn't do anything to help his case there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he definitely didn't do anything. He was probably one of my answers for the biggest. Let's go for him plus twenty five. I like I like Dan's vibe that he's going to come out and be a okay. bit of a game, especially after yesterday. Tyrese Maxey, you get I don't know this game. Yeah, this is going to be a fun one. There's going to be a lot of points scored. And DeMontis Sabonis, I'm going to lock in a triple-double. Oh, Jesus. I like it. Revenge game. Yep, I'm taking it home. I'm, I'm taking it home. I'm putting – let's go DeMontis Sabonis for a big triple-double there. Our next game is yeah. Phoenix and Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta is picking up the back-to-back -back set versus the Suns tonight. Uh, on the injury report, we have – uh, possibly Bradley Beal is on the injury report with his nose injury. Uh, still, he's going to play with that one. We'll see how many minutes he gets. I'm sure he'll be fine come game time. And Grayson Allen is off the injury report and returning for the Phoenix Suns. He's been 
obviously a top 80 player all season long. So slides into the starting lineup tonight with their They've got a their starting five is probably one of my favorites in the NBA versus the uh, Atlanta Hawks here. Phoenix by only three and a half though, and the over under at two forty nine. Dan, who do you like in this one? Um, don't sense a lot of defense in this one, so give me the over two forty nine. This one's going to be a track meet. It's going to be a fun one though. This this is going to be some it. stats some stats put up here. Mm-hmm. What about you, Kingy? How are you feeling on this one, mate? Uh yeah, I mean. Yeah, with an over-under of 249.5. If you look at the other over-unders tonight, uh, it's it's pretty it's far and away the best. Uh, Sacramento, Indiana, I <laughs> yeah, suppose, Sacramento, is another big yeah. one. But, uh, yeah, Atlanta aren't fans of playing defense. Um, Phoenix have got guys that can score. They don't have a lot of depth. So if this is 130 to 120, Booker, Durant, mm. one of them is probably <laughs> going to get 40. Um mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's not going to be Eubanks or a Kogi or Bates <laughs> Diop. Or, um, so yeah, there'll be there'll be stats aplenty in this one, uh, as well mm-hmm. as potentially a lot of turnovers. Could yep. we go? Who do we pick for a plus thirty point game for Phoenix on this one? Who do we pepper this week with a? And it could be either of them. So there's no. It could be both of them. It could be. It could be both of them. Do it. Trey Trey's going to have a game. I think he's pissed too. I think oh, this is the day that we attack all the snub. <laughs> this is this is the attack snub bet. All right, cool. Let's this, let's throw this, in this the snub the snub ticket. <laughs> this is this is, yes. What have we got here for? Uh, what have we got here for Trey Young points? Skitty, bring that up. Uh, right. Also, just saying. So, uh, hit the Hawks in the last three weeks are uh, averaging uh, 136 points for and 132 Jesus. points against. So I do like your guys' shouts of the over because, uh, yeah, they hate defense and they love scoring. And they also play at uh, 104 pace. So yeah, their pace is up there too. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right up there. So Trey Young for points, we have an over-under of 27 and a half. Over. Over. All righty. No over. dramas there. And you know Eric, what? This is, a, this, is a cheeky, this is a cheeky three ways to roll. Plus 25 points. Devin Booker is at a dollar twenty-seven. In okay. Kevin Durant is at a dollar fifty-nine. In mm-hmm. okay. Trey Young, if we're backing him for twenty-seven, okay. he is at a dollar forty-nine for twenty-five plus points. My Throw goodness. that in there as well because we're going to double that up. That's a Should massive. Throw the whole damn team in there. Fuck me. No, no, no. <laughs> this is, if, we're, if we're if we're running and gunning for twenty-five plus, and we've already got Trey for over twenty-seven, you got to pepper it with the dollar fifty extra you've got to you've no. got to add that you've got to add that mustard to the hot dog you know we're trying to win this multi yeah yes how many how many this is crazy well <laughs> we we go up to 20 sometimes well. we just go nuts we got 12 we, okay we got to cap it at 20 we got to cap it at 20 all right next one up we've got new orleans pelicans and the san antonio spurs herb jones is questionable zion williams is questionable as well if herb is out we like what trey murphy did last game we can probably expect to see same return for trey murphy again slotting into that uh, herb jones uh if he is ruled out with that right adductor soreness uh larry nance is questionable as well with keldon Johnson and Zach Collins, questionable for San Antonio. The Pels are up 8.5 over under is 233. Uh, Skidmore, who do you like in this? Well, the obvious answer is the Pelicans, isn't it? But like with Zion and Herb and Nance, all game time decisions, it kind of makes it a little bit hard to be able to do this one. So I actually might stick clear of this. Since mm-hmm. it is also in San Antonio, 
Um, Sohan been playing well now that he's moved back to the four where he should be. Um, so, I mean, yeah, exactly right, Dan. Like, who would have thought you stop playing a power forward <laughs> as a point guard and shit, he actually starts playing well. Um, and Can we petition yeah. for him not to be the point be point guard eligible anymore? Can we rescind point guard no, eligible? Yeah, I, I wish no, we I like, could, man. No, 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 That's I like, like the that. the best feature. We would, would love to do that. Yeah. yeah. Right, Skitty's so, a, yeah, a, a Staying clear. Staying clear. Oh, I will as well. What about you? Uh, oh, is it? Is there any? Is there any when? Is there any Wemby we could spice up with this Kingy? Oh, you can always spice up Wemby. Um, he's again. Yeah, look. I think if uh, hang on, let me just bring up bring it up here again. Um, yeah, I think if Zion's out, um, Nance potentially out. Wemby could. Because Valentunas, I, I I wouldn't call him a defensive stopper by any means. So mm. if yeah, Wemby could have a really big game here if he's simply matched up against Valentunas and, and no one else. Because I actually he's not like be able the... to stick with Wemby. Dan, what do you think? Wemby points plus twenty, a dollar forty. I was actually going to go with Wemby blocks over two and a half. Being that Valchun uh, loves to play around the rim, Zion's mm-hmm. a little undersized. I feel like those go-go gadget arms could definitely get us some at least three blocks. All right, we got a dollar seventy-four. Three blocks. Ooh, ooh, we got a dollar seventeen for two. Three blocks though. Yeah, that's it. One dollar fifty-four. Let's go. Let's go. Three blocks. Okay. Big block game for old mate. Uh, next one, we've got Orlando in Minnesota tonight. Uh, look, cat all star. Great job there. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. drawing the start back for the Orlando Magic tonight. I think this might be a little bit of a fun game. Yep, couldn't agree more. Also, too, did you guys see that video of Paolo Bancaro with his teammates finding out that he was an all-star? Oh, my off. God. Man, the adulation on his face and, like, how much his team got around him. It's like mm-hmm. they just, like, got to the playoffs. It was fantastic to say that. Yep. I love that. Um, yeah, I think Minnesota probably win this one. I think it's probably going to be a bit of a defensive slow kind of grind kind of game. Uh, Minnesota obviously have the best defense in the NBA. So, um, yeah, I can really see this being a low-scoring type of game uh, and probably Minnesota taking the win. Although Rudy Gobert is game-time decision questionable. uh, So we might have to fire up Nas Reed or Kyle Anderson if we do want to stream from that game. But um, other than that, yeah, I'm not. I'm not like a hundred percent feeling this one. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm right there with you. I'm not really feeling pulling any money on this one. Moving it down, uh, Toronto and Houston. Then this is a team of questionables. Emmanuel quickly is questionable with his quadriceps. RJ Barrett questionable with his knee swelling. And Yaka Pertle looks like he could be making his return after eleven games on the sideline with his left ankle sprain tonight. Houston is favored by four point five points in this one. Uh, look, if. Unhealthy, I think Houston is the shout here. Uh, Fred Van Fleet. I'm thinking the game for Fred Van Fleet. I would love to see him get a block in this game. He has been a nice little defensive menace lately, returning to some of his former defensive ways. And I think if we can get some action on that one, I'm just going to see if we can. I would actually like to lean with Fred Van Fleet for a block out of nowhere. Your mind's going. Uh, your mind's going very sideways there, G. I don't mind it, but Jesus, right up. And I can't get it anyway, so I don't want it. I no, love, you know, good. I love def- I love his defensive presence. Look, anyone, anything, Dan, go. I know, but I love Freddie. Good on him, um, Dan. Yeah, with you, all, anything with, for this one? Yeah, with all the question marks in terms of the Raptors, if if RJ Barrett doesn't go, they're going to be struggling with the offense. Quickly's already out. Go Raptors team total under. 
What number do you have? Like 114, 115, something like that? Uh, where we got to? All right. You're making me work here this morning, boys, and I rate it. Um, <laughs> yep. Team total. Uh, what are they? Are they home or away? They're away, aren't they? Uh, it's They're 114 away. and a half. Take, yeah, I like the under there. All right. No worries. I like that too, actually. That's a good shout. I like how we Can got like, you know, you, mate. We've got so many minds working on yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to, to be building this this big of a ticket right now, but this is this is good. Um, I'll tell you what, you join me with AFL and I have about a 50 leg multi on each week. You don't worry about it's that. It's ridiculous. Your <laughs> AFL multi is to me. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> uh so you, for me, you like to... yep. Yeah, well, we, we just touched on all-star snubs um and, and potentially guys that are that are gonna want to produce tonight. Scotty Barnes, oh. if, if everyone else in mm. Toronto is out, yeah, Scotty Usage. Barnes is just going to try and go nuts. Mm. I can't promise he will, but he'll die trying. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, maybe Scotty Barnes. I, I, 50 cent. Yeah, I know zero about betting, but but I would assume he's going to be trying to do a lot tonight, especially if Barrett's out, Quickly's out. Um, yeah. yeah, so I'm sure there's a bet in there somewhere. There he's actually not be. up yet, so... Yeah, Golden State versus Memphis today. I'm just going to go Golden State for the win. I think yeah. they're starting to find some form and put it together. I love it. Golden State is by eight and a half. They are the heavy favorites uh, over under 224.50. Uh, I just like here Golden State to get the win and not really dig into anything more. Uh, pod, good little stream option for the day. And also on the back of that one, if you are looking to get some points and extra action today, uh, Cam Whitmore has been really reliable by way of points lately for the Houston Rockets, but not much else. You can see three threes, 18 points, and then zeros just along the back. So he is the new Mr. Zero for me. Uh, on that one, anything to add for this one, apart from the streaming plethora of options you will have in your yeah. lineups in your leagues. You've got John, Con John Concha, Santi Aldama, Gigi Jackson, and Jacob Gilliard, all averaging more than 20 minutes a game lately. So they become dependable stream options for the Memphis Grizzlies, especially with Luke Kennard being questionable for this one. Any juice in this, guys? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I with... Dario Saric out uh, for the Warriors. I think Trace Jackson Davis can get a bit more of a run today, um, as well as Pajemski. And um, look, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to goddamn do it because is Andrew Wiggins back? Can we finally rely on this son of a bitch? <laughs> and you know what? I'm I'm in. I'm I'm got back on. I've got back on Wiggs, so I'm going to ride it until he falls off again. But he's been putting up the numbers, and uh, Warriors have have faith in him. Um, so they've got the um, they've got the back to back as well. So I'm 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 bringing Wiggins. He's in my team, so I'm holding him for a bit, and uh, we're just going to see how it goes. But he's probably going to do me in like two games, and I'll drop his ass again. But that's all right. This is a good matchup for him, though, because the I mean Memphis has like no wings right now. So if I think this is a good spot for him to continue to play to play well, and his minutes are crazy the last couple of games too. Mm. So mm. yeah, I think you can I think you can roll Wiggins, man. He's even blocking and rebound. Yeah. Like I don't know, he's actually looking like a competent basketball player now. It's surprise, like you to try. Unlike you, Dan, he he has not passed his prime. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> He still has he still has meniscus in his knees. He still has meniscus between his knees on this one. Uh, anything you like in there, fantasy wise, Kingy? Uh no, well, not on Memphis. Purely out of spite, I'm not touching them um, because of how bad <laughs> their injury reporting has been lately. Yep. 
Um, pick up Xavier Tillman and then out of nowhere he's out because he's a bit mm-hmm. sore. Um, I wish mm-hmm. I could get a day off work for being a bit sore. <laughs> a bit sore. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not – I mean, there, there's options in Memphis, obviously, um, Gigi Jackson, Scotty Pippen, but, yeah, mm-hmm. out of spite, I'm not. For the Warriors, uh, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, Pajemsi's been okay. Um, Trace Jackson-Davis, maybe he gets some more minutes uh, here in this one. Wiggins, he's been all right. Um, yeah, I don't know. No, no, neither of these teams are sort of super appealing, really. Agreed. Agreed. Next one, though, is a little bit more appealing. Charlotte Hornets and OKC. OKC by 15 and a half points. The biggest, the, the biggest, The biggest spread of the day over under 224 and a half. Though, can I say the one that the one that's catching my eye straight away? This is a single day bring in is PJ Washington. I expect him to mm-hmm. play a lot of minutes for this one. He has been a very dependable Charlotte Hornet, and I just feel a little bit sick inside saying that. But he has been having a great run of games lately. Uh, look, everyone is healthy. The OKC Thunder will get the win on this one. Funny enough, hearing whispers of Josh Giddy potential trade rumors. That's been, I think, something that's been coming out a little bit the last 48 hours. This The whispers are turning into murmurs, so I'd be curious about what happens here. Uh, Aaron Wiggins is getting the start with Jalen Williams still out two more games or three more games for the OKC Thunder. Dan, any juice in this one or any streams you like, apart from just saying the words leaky black? <laughs> Best name in basketball. Um, yeah, I don't know that there's any ads for me. Um, pretty tight rotation. The bench guys don't really do much unless you're like, you know, reaching for like Kenrick Williams, which I, don't, I hope no one's having to do in any league. So, yeah, this one's a stay away from me. Um, but I think OKC is going to come back and play well today. I think the Josh Giddy rumors are interesting because I think that that's mm. the piece of that team that I think that they could trade to get that big. Mm. I just don't know that they're going to do it yet, but it makes a lot of sense. Like I think that's the that's the one guy that I think you could probably. Move if you wanted to actually be be in the in the sweepstakes for a big a good big man. Mm-hmm. Mm. A good big man, I think, is the uh, is the important good thing to say there. You like, could get you could get something for Giddy now that the charges yeah. are kind of out of the way. Um, I don't know. Maybe I, I guess he's in the clear. So if he's in the clear, I would try to get at least a good compensation for him. Mm-hmm. Anyone for, for you there, Kingy? No, not really. Well, when the Thunder are healthy, there's not really much outside of the the usual suspects. Um, I do think the Giddy trade would be um, – I mean, we love Giddy. We're, we're Australian. We, so, But I think for him, a trade would be good as well. I, I just mm. think that there's there's people on that roster now it's, it, around him that can do what he does. So that he, and, and we've seen they're, they're okay to just play him 20 minutes, and he's better mm-hmm. than a 20-minute-per-night player. So yeah. I think if he went anywhere – um San Antonio. Yeah. Um yeah. he'd be mm. like he'd be he could be awesome. He could be that well, player mm. that we think he can be. Yeah. Just doesn't look like the Thunder is the fit for him. So um I think it'd be a good move on both sides. But in terms of fantasy, yeah, look, very little. Um I'm just sad Lamello is out again, mm-hmm. probably. Yep. Um it's mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so disappointing. He's such a good player yeah. and just can't get past these ankle injuries. We spoke about this on Thursday night. And if you don't, make sure you check it out live or on FBI Basketball International. We do a trade show each week, which is fun. And when we talk about Lamelo, it's just 
it's kind of like Lonzo. The Ball brothers have just been, it's just disappointing. It's just sad to think yeah. about what yeah. could be and, and what is when that presents. And, you know, you just wish everyone health at the end of the day because you want to yeah. see good basketballers play basketball. And do you think you think back to when the Bulls made that trade for Lonzo? Oh, wow. Um, and wow. the first, what, 15 games Lonzo maybe that he so played? Good. He was Amazing. so good. So three point shooting, the, the full oh, court press yeah, yeah. defense. Like yeah. he was. That was they he were was first of the East, too. Player. Unreal. They were, they were the, I think they were the best team in the NBA to start the season off. Yeah, they, they were, were first in the East. Yeah, they were. Yeah. They I, were. I, I do feel sorry for the Bulls because I know obviously they're yeah. struggling now with De, DeRozan and, and they're. They haven't got a lot of direction. Their team was built around Lonzo mm, as their right. defensive point guard, and we yep. saw what they could be. But then you lose yep. him, and all of a sudden, Levine's got to handle the ball. DeRozan's got to play yeah. more defense. Just do things that they don't really need to be doing. And yep. so I do. While I don't feel sorry for teams like D- Detroit and <laughs> and, uh, and Charlotte, just like Charlotte, they've yeah. just wasted yeah. draft picks. The Bulls actually Wizards were a little bit unlucky. Wizards, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And uh, I'm assuming that we could maybe feel sorry for, but I don't know if we feel sorry for Portland. I don't know how I've, I have mixed feelings about Portland. They're up against the defending champion Denver Nuggets. Denver by 12 and a half is also the big line for the day. Over under is at 219. Uh, big, kind of two days ago, three days ago now, a shade and sharp injury. He'd been ramping up from light work from his adductor soreness. So he was back on court starting to get some work in. I think we see him maybe back next week. These things can escalate quite quickly. And Portland's been pretty good at bringing guys back in where they're on the side lately. So just keep your eyes on him in leagues where he could be available or have been dropped over the the tenure of his out. Scoot Henderson continues to cook off the bench. Uh, Look, probable today, though, is Jamal Murray. He's probable with a contusion and probable because it's the trailblazers. Uh, Peyton Watson is probable as well. Uh, Any juice in this one? Nah, I mean, like when you look at the Nugs dollar eleven, I mean, yeah, probably. But you know, if Jokic doesn't play, then uh, yeah, I just don't really know. But geez, it was a uh, it was a very impressive win by Portland last game out against the Bucks, yep. just spoiling Dame's homecoming. They, I thought they played fantastic as well. They did, and Simon's really stepping up uh, late Great. in games, and yep. you can see that Portland are really like um, they're really comfortable and confident with Simon's taking those shots and. Um, yeah, so uh, I don't really... Dare I say that they actually looked good? They, they looked fantastic. That was one of the best games that they've played since Dame's left. Mm-hmm. Though I do want to say this. There is some juice in uh, Jeremy Grant for 15-plus points at $1.25 today. And I do like okay. that. He has been absolutely rolling lately. And like Malcolm Brogdon for six assists. Hmm. Okay. Give me I the think, Portland I think... Trailblazers 12 and a half. Ooh. You're taking the line. Yeah, give me give me Damn, Portland bro. twelve and a half. They've actually been covering pretty well over the last ten seven three against the spread. That yeah, give me hard. yeah give me. This seems like a. I feel like everyone's going to bet the house on Denver because it's Denver. Like yeah, give me mm-hmm. Portland, man. Shock Especially the when they're one dollar eleven to six dollars seventy. That's probably a good shout. Denver's scoring also been down uh, the past three weeks. They're only scoring one oh eight compared to their season average of one fifteen. And and the defense is actually holding down as well. So um, lower scores for Denver over the past three weeks. And they also play at the slowest pace in the NBA at ninety nine point two. So I really like that. Ooh. There's a good chance that they're going to be able to uh, be able to cover yeah. that. Now within ten, baby. Let's go, Portland. Let's <laughs> go, Portland. I hate that. Also, I hate that. That's going to be like if everything else hits, and we're literally going to sit there going, "Come the on, Portland." <laughs> Hey, there's something that's just come down the pipeline. There's something that's just come down the pipeline. Uh-huh.
it's now game show time. Oh, here we go. I and and this is and this is this is a game show, guys. If you have that Kahoot, and this is funnily enough, people at home can play this. I, people can jump in this live right now. I know Matt Carmody is in there. So if you guys could grab your cahoots on your phones for one second, I'm going to start this up. window. this could go poorly. We haven't done this before, and I it was a it was the it was the stupidest thing I could think of in a minute. But I'm going to do it. I thought it would just be a bit of fun. Here we go, and it puts it over here. I've got a. I could probably resize the thing if I can. How do I even do this? It's going to. It's going to say start in a second. Here we go, and there's going to be a pin code up. So you're going to enter a pin code. Where? On your. If you just open up the app, it'll go like enter pin. There you go. Or you can scan that off your phone. If you, if you can see it on your phone, on the thing, you can do the... There, see, look look how good Kingy is at this. Titus, you've got a koala. Oh, I like koalas. That's what's up. Look at that. With a binky, too. With a binky. Oh, uh, what's my pin? Guess, uh, guess the dad's in the room. <laughs> hey. And anyone can join this. Matt Carmody, if you are in chat, if you are anyone out there, you can scan that QR code on your screen right now and jump in and play this game show with us. It's not mutually exclusive. There's Skitty. I'll give it like 10 more. Gee, wait. That's hey. not me. I'm, hold it. I, hold it. Hold it. I'm not in this. I have not done Jack Diddley squat. <laughs> I don't know who G is. Wait, is that Gorkum? Is Gorkum <laughs> jumped from chat? Hell yeah. Glory. Go on, Gorks. Let's go. Let's go, glory. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. I love this. Here we go. We'll wait for anyone else to jump in from that one. Everyone's like trying to download Kahoot really quickly, and they did not expect this whatsoever. All right, here we go, guys. This is a bit of fun. on the same page as us because we had no fucking idea what we were doing either. I didn't want anyone to know. This is just a bit of fun because we talk about this in Analyze, but at the end of the day, we're here with coffee. Titus decided to bring water to the party, um, and I just thought what we'd do is have some fun with it. So let's go start. Fair enough. I'd much rather here we go. whiskey. Here we go. This is that's a that's a classroom thing. Don't even worry about that one. Here we go. First question of the day is this: This is the heat check. Who wants to be an analyst? Game show. Okay. I even made a thing for it. Yeah. This should not be the sixty-five game minimum for NBA awards and teams. True or false? I know this was a point of conjecture and talk the other night. Do you think true or false? What seems to be the consensus vote right now? Apparently, it is false. The NBA Players Association has said, no, this oh. is not. It's three to one. Only one person's got it right. They've said it doesn't matter. This is what it's going to be. So this is the talking point. They've said it will not be changing. Oh, so we're meant to answer now. what the what the proper answer should be, not what we think? Yeah. Yeah, I think so for this one. I may have stuffed that up. I'll give everyone an oh. award. It's fine. I'll give everyone an award. But they've come out and said it's not going to be changed in the thing. But at least you got it, Skitty. So well done. But here, everyone's going to get points. Oh, everyone else is... I Hey, there we go. That I one. Missed, and Kingy, we, we, we did speak about this the other day. We did speak about this the other day. Kingy, you were firmly against this. Dan, I know that you are too. And G, obviously, in chat, is against this as well. Guys, what is this for you? Just an egregious misuse of 65 games for these guys. Oh, just look at Tyrese Halliburton and Joel Embiid, two perfect examples in the last week of guys that are playing through injury yep. that shouldn't be. And mm -hmm. yes, we get frustrated with resting and managing and, and all that sort of stuff. But as Dan alluded to earlier, Joel Embiid was not healthy. <laughs> he just, yep. before he got injured and, and 
obviously the two were supposedly not related and and having Jonathan Kaminga fall on your leg is that's just bad luck but that's bad luck it's it, it's bad luck in terms of he fell on his leg but it's not bad luck in terms of he just shouldn't have been on the floor so right agreed agreed a hundred percent uh can you, uh what about for you Dan um my thing is it's like I just feel like you can't tie it to player like all NBA to a game minimum because like if you have so much money tied up to that, like the reason Tyrese Halliburton is pushing this because he wants all NBA to hit that escalator in his next contract. Like you can't, mm-hmm. you can't predict your injury history. Right. So I don't know. To, to me, I think that this is just a drastic overcorrection for load management. And I don't know how, what the right number is, but 65 is just, I feel like most teams now are going to be, most star players are going to play like 65 games, 60, 65 games. If that's a new norm. Okay. Make it 50. Just I, yeah. uh, That was just too high. Way too high. Mm-hmm. Agreed. We'll just toughen up. Who has the best beat in basketball? Dan Titus, James Harden, Jacques <laughs> Horn, or Giddy? Oh, man. <laughs> Actually, yeah. That's good. I don't know well, if I fixed the answer. It's on. It is indeed Jack Vaughn. Who got that one right? Let's find out. All right. Let's go. Ah, Dan Titus, yes, Jacques Vaughn, I think, does have the best beard in basketball, dude. The, um, this is what you reckon? Like the 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 like he's got the beard, man. Like when I'm old, that's what I want. That's that's and of course, it's my opinion. I wrote the bloody question, Skitty. I'm, I'm not going to give it to. And you didn't give it to me. No, you trimmed yours. And look at Dan. Look at yeah, Dan. It's immaculate. Yeah, Dan obviously, look at the yeah, I got to do it because I got to make up for whatever's not here, man. But look at the side <laughs> profile on that one. Look at yours. Give me side profile for a second, Dan, and then give you a side profile. Look at, I mean, look at that mug and then look at this one. That's, a that's just one. focused. That's focused <laughs> that's and determined. I'm not allowed to have a beard. I had a beard and now I can't because of my, I mean, this could be a whole other podcast, but because of my snoring CPAP machine that I wear, oh, yeah. oh, I have to, oh. and it's a, I couldn't sleep with the full face mask. So I just have a nose thing that sits sort of on my nose. But for that to work, I need to have my mouth closed and I sleep with my mouth closed. So I have to tape my mouth shut every night. And if oh, I have a beard, no. the tape doesn't no. stick. Hence no beard. Yeah. Otherwise I would have one. Trust me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that so much. There's right, a story about getting old. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Agreed. Apart from Will Chamberlain, Michael Jordan, who has the most 40 point games oh. in a season? James Harden, oh. Kobe Bryant, Rick Barry, oh. and especially with the capital I or Bill Russell? No idea. I think. I think. It's out of two. Oh, fuck. Oh, I don't know why. It is James Harden. I don't know why that didn't work. Oh, I thought so. It yeah, is James Harden. Harden. Ah, stuff that one. I don't know why. I pushed the wrong button on that. <laughs> stuff it. I'll give, I'll give, everyone gets points. Skitty has beer in his mug currently. <laughs> it's five o'clock. So. Uh, By the way, that is a Facebook profile photo of yours, Skitty. And I, I say, love that. This, this guy. That is, that is him. <laughs> it is true. Hey. He does have beer. Hey, 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 hey. Let me let me explain that photo real quick, right? Okay. Head, let let me Whoa. just explain that photo real quick, okay? I uh-huh. got um I got 
a uh, red card in footy, um, which is basically meaning like, you know, you did something bad. So they, yeah. uh, they send you off, they give you a warning and everything like that. And basically at the footy club, every single time that you got a red card, you'd have to spin this wheel of punishments. And I spun the wheel and mine was on a uh, duck face selfie to put as my profile photo on Facebook. <laughs> and I had to leave it there for five months. So Ooh, that really, really months. sucked. That's, that's oh, yeah. I was single um, at the time as well, by the way. So ooh. every girl that looked at my photo, they'd be like, what the hell is this bloke doing? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, I, um, I I respect it. And thank you very much for giving me that gift that I could put it into this game show in that photo. Because I just wanted a normal – I thought, oh, I won't put you in the miso up there. I just want one of you by yourself. And I went backwards and there was you embracing other men that weren't me and I was sad. And then that was the next – and then that was the next one that I found. And I'm like, that is perfect. Hey, we have one last question before we wrap up today. If I have a really stacked 12-team roster and they have good playoff schedule, can I get away with not streaming? My worst player is PJ Washington. Um, look, I think in, I think you can to a point, but I think at a point streaming just becomes so relevant depending on who you're attacking each and every single week and who your opponent is, where are their strengths? What are your weaknesses against that? Because I'm a firm believer that there is no such thing in fantasy as the perfect build. You lay a really great foundation. And this is why like even in houses, we build extensions or we renovate over time. And that's how I see a fantasy roster. We build a solid foundation. We put the framework in place for success, but then we need to renovate it during the course of the season. Injuries happen. Suspensions happen. Things happen. And I think you need to be reflexive. And if PJ Washington is that value now, he gets a bump, obviously, with LaMelo being out and you know Gordon Hayward being out. So PJ becomes a drop. And then you get the next best person to fit your need for that day. Get a back-to-back set in. And you can take three ads all the way through your week and get a game every single day which is why you attack that. Those are my thoughts. Guys, your opinions? Yeah, I mean, look, uh, PJ is your worst player. You hold him for now, but, you know, when Mark Williams comes back, PJ's uh, value is yeah, probably going to drop down a little bit. So, yeah, you hold him for now. It, if he's your worst player, then you're doing all right. But, again, streaming's is always super important. Probably not for now. You probably want to hold and wait until after the trade deadline and then make your moves after that because – Players can move from teams to get into better situations. Other people can get out of the way of plays in good situations. And then PJ might not look like the best player to hold, and that's when you start streaming again. Perfect. What about you, Kingy? What are your thoughts on how you attack streams? Yeah, look, I think if it, if depending, it does come down to settings and, and your league uh, a little bit. Like if you take our um, industry pickup league, which Dan and I are in, we have a games cap per week. It's a head-to-head league, but we can only play four games per position, which sort it, it does somewhat eliminate streaming. Um, and I like streaming, but I'm not opposed to trying to reduce how important it is throughout the season. And, and I think a way of doing that is having a games cap or expanding rosters. So actually in a 12-team league, have a, a roster of 18 players, for example, um, and that then eliminates well, who's available to stream, but the need to stream. Um, but if it's, yeah, look, PJ Washington, I think he's, he's playing really well at the moment, but in a month, who knows? I mean, maybe Mark Williams rises from the grave and, and plays again. Um, Lamelo might get healthy. Gordon Haywood, God, maybe he comes back and plays. I, I don't think so, but he could be someone that can be streamed. And I think in the playoffs, is when you can really narrow your focus onto certain categories and, and actually stream maybe two or three spots. 
Agreed. Dan, what about you? How do you attack streaming? Yeah, I would say that if you've already identified PJ Washington is your weakest link. That's a good start. I would say continue to ride it out. You don't have to stream, but I would say that depending on where you are in the standings and who your opponents are, you should always keep tabs on how many games played they have on you if you don't have a games cap because you could lose just in volume some weeks because you're not streaming. So just be aware of that. But like I think it sounds like you have a pretty good roster if PJ Washington's your worst player. So um in this instance, yeah, I would just continue to ride it out, but I would also be cautious because the Charlotte Hornets are, they do have a really good playoff schedule. So if PJ Washington does stay around, if he's not traded, he actually could be someone that you actually want to may want him to hold towards the end of the season. But agreed. And you are our all star starter. Uh, thank you very much to uh, Noah Rubin as well for that one. And that was, we were going to wrap the show up. Final thoughts on the NBA all star teams before we get out of here in the Eastern Conference. Our starters are Giannis, Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum, Tyrese, and Dame Lillard. Our reserves are Brunson, Mitchell, Brown, Bam Adebayo, Julius, Tyrese, and Paolo Banquero. In the West, LeBron, Kevin Durant, Jokic, Donkic, SGA, and the reserves are Ant. Curry, Kawhi, Anthony Davis, Devin Booker, Paul George, and Carl Anthony Towns. Who were your biggest snubs of this one, Skitty? Um, I don't, mate, I, I can't really say like it's a bad all-star because I think everyone there deserved it. They have all had really, really good seasons. Would I have changed a couple? Yeah, probably. I think Sabonis has been fantastic. Um, so maybe I would have put him ahead of Towns, but maybe they looked at the fact that Minnesota are like the best team in the West at the moment. So that probably gives a bit of extra push up the board there. And yeah, Trey Young not making it really doesn't sit right with me though. Like he's been fantastic and really been carrying the Hawks. But again, maybe it's been like the uh, the player kind of thing. And um, how uh, how Gogo Badadze doesn't make it has got me absolutely stuffed. I'll tell you what. Jeez, that's – don't know about that. What are you thinking, Kingy? Bit- uh yeah, look, I love Cat, but uh, and and as you said, I think record has something to do with this. Um, I don't think he's an all star this season. I know he's been good and better than last season, but um, yeah, I, I would have had. And, and look, I'm I'm not a, a Sacramento fan by any means, but I do think Sabonis or Fox should have made it. Um, yeah. They've both been really good. Trey Young, uh, I think oh, he's Scotty the, Barnes too. Scotty Barnes, yeah, Scotty I Barnes. mentioned earlier. Over Parlo, uh, that one, that shocked me. Uh, yep. Yet, Trey averaging 25 and 10, mm. and, and I was reading this um, yesterday, I think, is the, the second, only the second player ever to average 25 and 10 and not make an All-Star game, and the first player to yep. do that was Trey Young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so <laughs> he, his numbers have been have been really good. Um, Talking about a performance KPI, well, Trey, how are you going against yourself? Not very well. <laughs> uh, just trying to think if there was anyone else. I don't know. I, I, was, yeah. Lillard as a more. starter didn't sit really well with that me didn't either. Well. I, I didn't think Lillard should have been a starter. I mean, we know he's really good, right but I, I would have had probably Brunson right um, over him so, as a starter oh. in the East. But. I would have had Spider. I would have had Spider Thank or you. Brunson. Yeah, or Donovan. Yeah, Spider or Brunson. I think they were. I think they've both been better than Damian Lillard. In, 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 I think they've both been better. Dan, anyone for you that's glaring? 
Yeah, Eastern Conference, I feel like it was really the main snub was Trey. Like, how do you average 25 and 10 and not make it? That's just stupid. Um, the West Coast, though, is a lot Ooh. different, though, because <laughs> I feel like Jamal Murray had a case for it. Yeah. Darren Fox, mm-hmm. Sabonis. And one guy we didn't mention is Alperen Shingoon. Mm-hmm. I feel like he yeah. should have made it. Like, I think he's – he to me, he's been better than Carl Anthony Towns. Sabonis mm-hmm. has been better than Towns. Um, Gobert's been better than Town, so like I, they just throw, they were just going into a popularity contest. But I, I feel think like I would have had Wemby. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. for Wemby making it. I know he's a rookie, and rookies yeah. don't usually make but it. But the numbers, the numbers, yeah, 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 yeah. I just saw a. There was a tweet that I saw. Uh, oh man, I can't even remember who put it out. It was about. It was looking. Someone compared the stats of Rudy Gobert's Defensive Player of the Year season in mm. 2018, and he had 100 and, I don't know, 130 blocks and, like, 45 steals. And mm. then they had over Wemby's 42 games this season. Mm-hmm. He has 150 blocks and 50 steals yeah. or something. He has yeah. more in 42 games than that Gobert had in his defensive mm-hmm. player of the year season. So he, he's and with, just and with minutes caps and with minutes caps. Minutes caps and not playing back to backs. And not so playing back to backs. Yeah, yeah, he's ridiculous. Yes. Yeah, right. Just we had this conversation the other night. Um Dan, I'm curious to get your take. Next year, I'm going to give you in my hypothetical league, I'm going to give you the fifth pick in the draft of our 12 man mm-hmm. nine cat league. Victor Wembanyama is on the board. Is he moved into talk where we talk about him as a top five asset in fantasy next season? Would you be looking Redraft, at taking him? 100%. No, yep. no, no questions asked. And uh, I'm just debating whether I'm going to put him in the top three. Like Ooh, Joel yeah. Embiid, I think, is going to take a bit of a decline because of the injury history. Yep. Jokic is still probably in, worth it, and SGA is definitely worth it. Halliburton will be worth it, but I'd rather take Victor Webin. Like, I mean, as you said, like this is just – this is rookie season and we're already getting so much of this and it hasn't even yep. been in a full workload. Like that's scary to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A hundred percent. He is a foundation of not just San Antonio. So it's about the NBA. And again, that I think what would be really fun is when Bryce joins the NBA because he's, we talked about it earlier, just to cap off with a little bit of a bookend Bryce James apparently is even better, better and has yeah. more mm-hmm. upside potential than Bronny. So if you can just see this happening out in the two or three more years and LeBron becomes like a gun for gun for hire and him and his sons just go and play and he ends up somewhere like the Spurs and that generational talent just there and present would just be bums on seats basketball before he yeah. obviously owns the Las Vegas franchise. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we're all looking forward to that one. Uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Go, please, um, Skitty, you don't need to plug. You're on inside, nah, but you know Dan me. Titus. <laughs> Dan Titus, my hat off to you. And I will take it. I should probably have brushed before I did that. Um, mate, I've got to say, if you love your recaps, there's one thing you need to do on Yahoo. And I'm going to do it live right now. When you check into the Yahoo app and you go in there and you check on the players thing, some things people just do real quickly is just trying to get to the business of pushing the plus and the minuses. Look at this right now on Anthony Melton. As you go through and find players, Yahoo does a great job of syncing up their content with the video content. Talk us through what video library you can access in there because it's not just about that player like it used to be on Yahoo. It's actually a full breakdown and synopsis and you get guest analysts on there as well. Talk us through what's going on with Yahoo and yourself. Yeah, man. Um, definitely download the Yahoo app. It's a lot of fun to play fantasy on there no matter what sport you play. Um, but I think it's really cool the way that they do their integration with not only my podcast with Roto World, but also you can find my short videos that I do with other content creators, my weekly playlist that I have, which is a combination of 
the music that I like to listen to on top of just giving some fantasy insights. So just trying to do things a little bit different, have a little bit more fun with it. I know it can get a little bit mundane just reading your standard waiver article every week. We have a lot of the same opinions. So I'm just trying to infuse a little bit of a different blend of stuff in there. So yeah, check it out. If uh, you'd be so kind, leave like and comment on podcasts and such. And it's always great to collab with you guys. Love the work that you do. Um, and yeah, it's just great talking to you guys, man. I, it's just so funny to me because like this was like a, a week of where fantasy football started to get a little bit dry and then yep. all the drama started coming back. And I'm like, basketball just doesn't go this way. Basketball, yeah. everyone's just everyone's just so freaking cool, man. So yeah, yeah hats yeah. off to you guys and the work that you guys do too. Oh, thank you, man. We always appreciate, appreciate you. Always appreciate you. Dan, what about you, my man Adam? Uh, what's going on with you? You got a whole bunch of podcasts coming up before next Thursday. What's happening? Yeah, I think I've basically doing a podcast a day for the next week and, and have been for the past week um, with different people and, and that sort of thing. So I think actually tomorrow I've got the day off, but I, I have been toying with the idea of doing a trade deadline show. We've obviously got our weekly show next Thursday yeah. night Australian time, which is about 10 hours, 11 hours before the trade deadline. So we'll, we'll sort of do a, a pre-trade deadline show, yeah. but I've had a couple of analysts reach out and ask if I'm going to be doing a, a tr just a deadline show. So I think I might be doing that. I'm not sure um, yet. But, yeah, plenty of content um, over on YouTube, obviously, our, our YouTube channel and, and on Twitter, FBI Basketball. Um, yeah, much like Dan, I appreciate all of you guys. Like I've been on Dan's show a couple of times with Raf and, and Vaughn, um, which has been fun, and Dan comes on my show pretty regularly as well so uh yeah it's it, it is a great community the fantasy basketball yep. community just just in general um so yeah no plenty coming out and even when the season stops what do we got two months left something like that there'll yep. still be plenty of content and plenty to talk mm -hmm. about yeah 100%. I've been in a, uh, a 2K group called No Egos Tens, uh, where people just get together and hoop up. And that's kind of what this is like with uh, analysts. There's like no egos in these guys. It's just all about it. And it's been an hour and 20 minutes, and it just feels like that. Um, mm -hmm. Also, Loki, one of the best playlists. And the playlist by Dan is probably one of, I think, the best video vlog articles in fantasy basketball that's different from everything else because of the music involved so if you love your music make sure you check it out the christmas one was absolutely dope i love the christmas one and i meant to tell you i actually have one called a playlist called holly jolly that i had to bring out and you need to check out the artist pj morton pj morton put that on your put that on your radar on spotify for christmas tunes uh skidmore what's coming up with you talk afl talk all things yeah Hey, man, hey, when basketball is all said and done, you know, you can still come over to watch me talk about AFL. Titus, I don't know if you know a heap about AFL, but, you know, you can come listen to hey, me. Hey, I got my resident expert right here. Hell yeah, man. I got your back. That's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, we can walk you through all that. So uh, me and Big Horse still doing that now. We're still just chopping out until the beginning of the season in about – well, it's almost a month now, so we're it's getting very, up. very close. Yeah, but I'm still going to be here with you on the heat check with the boys. As these guys said, we've got an amazing uh, group of fantasy analysts in basketball. So it's an absolute pleasure doing it with you guys as well. So thank you guys so much for jumping on with us this morning. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been an absolute ripper. And I'd actually be remiss if I don't do this. Shout out as well to Bonus Bank, our yeah. sponsor. If you're all about match betting, if you want to make the most of, hey, get your money back on this multi, on this leg, Make sure you check out Bonus Bank and use promo code INSIGHT to get 25% off your first month. Skitty put it in chat so I can read out. This is paying. If you do the 17-leg heat check multi, 
for every dollar. What are we doing on this? Is this hey, how hey, much it's paying or is that per leg? No, is that's that, how much it's paying. That's how much it's paying. So this is at fifteen hundred dollars. Yes. Uh, for the yeah, day, yeah. we've got the we've got the under points for the Clippers and Pistons. Jalen Duran over eleven and a half. Miami Heat. Uh, we're going to put all of this up there. We've got this is a massive seventeen Lego multi. Skidmore is right, going put, to this is put huge. it up on Twitter. They can all see it from there. You man. put it up on Twitter. I'm not reading that. I'm, you know what? I'm Gosh. not reading that. But make sure you get onto Bonus Bank. Use promo code Inside for twenty five percent off your first month subscription to that service. Much love. Be well. Hoop up. And we'll catch you soon. Take care, everybody. Welcome to the Ultimate Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Inside.